listening to Caliente Girls here on Dash Radio. It's your favorite girl, Callie Alley. We got an amazing show ahead of you. Monday through Friday, we always got the hottest music with the best upcoming artists and best well-known artists. We just got good music for y'all. All listening to the Caliente Girls. Two hours of hell yes. Hell to the year. <laughs> and oh my God. Let's do it. Caliente Girls. Listen up. Dash Radio. Discover Channel. L.A.
Blast on the airwaves. Caliente Girls on Dash. Me fumo un plan, se lo cose pa' ti yo La partí nueve veces, ay bendito gatico Caliente Girls. That's your girl, Cali Alley. I got my boy. The Tan Avengers. That's my track. Into the thick of it. Them five words. No, we tramping through oh, the bush. On and on we push. I didn't know I was doing this for a third grader. I'm sorry. We don't have to edit that. Shout out to my... uh. The boss, the best boss ever, Flo. Flo. The p- producer of Caliente Girls. Flowing. He really does. He's going to have to edit that out. I'm so sorry. But, you know, I have... shout out to you, my boy. That's my guilty pleasure. I love that song. Oh, my goodness. You almost broke your phone by dropping it right now. Can you uh, be more careful? I know people's like, why don't you have a case? Because Gosh. I don't want no case. My goodness. But, you know, what? I'm going to get another one anyway. And I'm trying Amazon. to. Amazon. Listen, I only get my phones off Amazon. No, but... I'm saying your phone cases. Oh, that's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I but I also like I love iPhones. Like I don't want to get out of the iPhones. But also the Google Pixel phones look like they take magnificent pictures. Don't do it. Don't do it. Why not? Mm, I also can't deal with my Don't leave team iPhone. I just I got converted. You're right. And I also don't want to deal with people like your bubble is green. Why isn't your bubble blue? You don't have an iPhone. And you're going to mess up the text group message if you mm-hmm. have that. And now everybody can't exchange videos. So they're going to have to start a group message without you in it. Or whatever. Because the qu- you're going to ruin the quality. You're right. I'll stick with iPhone. I'm just saying. But the newest one. Which one do you have? I don't know. I have the newest one. I'm what such, is it? I don't know. XR or something? Who knows? It's XX? It's, it's XY squared 500. XYZ. <laughs> hey. But yes, I think uh, I've been having Androids since smartphones came out. I started with the Sidekick. Do you remember that? Oh my God, you did not. I sure did. Everybody the had the that, Sidekick. I had the one that slid up. I forgot what it was called. The Swoop or whatever. You know, you slid mm, up and it was I a, love that noise. I love that. It just went... <laughs> 
And I had a keyboard, and I was the fast little keyboardist on that side. I put my fingers on the home keys, and I was ready to go. If there was like a competition for some money, I probably would have won that. You blew them out the water. Hands down. Out the water. But you for know, school, they, I sucked at it. But it wasn't money, ready. Out the water. Well, in school, it was a little bigger. My fingers. I mean, I, I'm good now. Now, even with my nails, even I'm still with good. The nails. These beautiful nails. It's time for. Uh, Feeling. Yeah, this week hopefully I'm doing overtime at the other, you know, hustle. The, so the other coin wait. collector. But you see, I gotta make, I gotta work hard so I can look this good. I mean, people think yes. I just look good, like and you without money. Too, please don't work too hard. People, people be working too hard these days and forget you gotta take care of yourself first. I, that's true, but it, you know, you think about it, that money pays for the gym. It does. Pays for gas to get to the stairs to say, work out. Say it again. It also pays for weed to keep me sane. Preach it. And it buys my skincare products, which I need. Wow. Makeup remover. Hey. Conditioner, shampoo, all People that stuff. So say, my hey, hair can man. be nice and shiny. You know, all mm. that. The whitening, the, the toothpaste. You need self-care. I need money for that. So I got to mm. work overtime so I can look this good. In an organic way, you know, you feel yes, me? Yes, because beauty is pain, even if pain is on the wallet. Talking about pain, I need to go get wax. But I think I'm going to do the honey wax. Because I heard it's less painful and it's more organic and it's better for the vajay. Them three things have never been in the same sentence before. Yeah, well, you heard it but, here first. Yes, but you, mama, you let me know how that works out for you. I know. I think I'm about to tell one of my boos to t- take me and pay for it so they could watch have a little show and if you don't like it you're not <laughs> wasting your money ah hello just little jabs here at hey, the caliente girls, caliente girls. <laughs> i don't know would you get waxed mm-hmm. see i'm yeah. saying i don't know i haven't done it i want to get laser hair removal when i have the fun, <gasps> when i have the funds how much is that i don't i don't care a few but bands? I spend, yes but i will spend it because i just like i'm not a hairy person but i just don't like it I just some don't people like, like hair i don't would you date a guy with or a girl with armpit hair what guy? But with, with armpit hair? Yes. Oh, what happens if it's just hanging? Like oh, he can no, braid it. Not abnormal. <laughs> like he can braid the hair. Hell no. no. Heck to the no. Ooh. To the no no no. Yeah. Only oh. Oh. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> what about if it was Bad Bunny? Yeah, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Then yes. Oh my God. See, everybody to, has their exceptions to the rules. I had to. Then I'll cut it when he sleeps. Oh, I'm dead. He'll kill you. No, he wouldn't. Uh, He's so sweet. He do WWE, mama. He won't know. I will smack you for doing do that. Though. Don't you touch my man. Because you don't even have permission to you touch don't even my have man. A shirt with his Bad face Bunny, on it do like you I hear do. this? Yes, you are my man. And we belong together. He's like, Callie, who? Oh, I think he's calling me. Hold Callie on. We're going to take a commercial break. No, I'm just like, but we should get into some Bad Bunny. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got the best jams in the stash. We put the D in the ash. Dash Radio Discover Channel. Siempre con la sed y no somos al cero. Ya Susan soltero. Dijo que de bala va a haber aguacero. Susano como tú, yo no lo tolero. Cabrón, tú eres chata, tú eres reportero. Yeah, yeah. Yo no soy Don Omar, pero soy bandolero. Por eso solo creo en Dios. Y en mi 4-0. Yeah. Picante, picante como un habanero. Si tú 
tienes la llave, yo tengo el llavero.
Caliente Girls. Vintage tea, brand new phone, high heels on, cobblestones. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. Sequin smile, black lipstick, sensual politics. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. But I knew you dancing in your Levi's, drunk under a street light. I, I knew you hand under my sweatshirt, baby, kiss it better. I. Felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed. You put me on and said I was your favorite. A friend to all is a friend to none. Chase two girls, lose the one. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. But I knew you. Playing hide and seek and giving me a weekend. I, I knew you. Your heartbeat on the high line once in twenty lifetimes. I, and when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed, you put me on and said I was your favorite. And I knew you'd come back to me. You'd come back to me, and you'd come back to me. The Argentinian beauty is in the house. Lights, camera, action. Welcome, welcome to Caliente Girls Dash Radio. Here today, every day, Leila Chancalini, and I'm next to me. I have Rigol. How are you today? I'm amazing. Always a pleasure to see you. Me too. <laughs> no, I say come here because you have so much going on right now. Tell me what are you promoting right now? I know you're working in a movies in this moment. Uh, right now I try working two TV shows. Uh, we're going to the process right now in develop the show and develop the writing. One is a look is called Burning Real. We're doing, uh, doing together for uh, Rob Wise, who did Entourage and Ballas, and a Matt Jackson Production Company. The writer is named Sabrina. And the show is moving forward. We just signed with Endeavor Contents. Um, and we hope the show keep going and have opportunity to go to back to Brazil to film the show there. It's going to be amazing. What, what is the most exciting part of this project? is the the idea I come out the idea to mix it up a show like a City of God and oh, from like this, the movie of City of God the other movie I love in Brazil is Jose Padilla directed a movie called Elite Squad and I put God the Father mix family and I mix the show it's about the power of uh, in South America Central America two brothers one is special forces one is the world of drugs and the war the politics the drama how these two brothers come the powerful uh, drug dealers in the world mm. 
Wow, that sounds interesting. Actually, the one you just mentioned, um, Gaps, what was the name? Uh, Gaps of City? What do you say? Uh, no, uh, A City of God. That one was very popular. Yeah. That was a, a, a amazing. That was one of, one of my favorite shows yeah. in Brazil. Uh, Fernando Merel direct. It was fantastic. I yeah. And you're working with the biggest director from Brazil, right? Yeah, the biggest director in Brazil for me today is Fernando Marelli, the other one, Alexander Vancini. I work with him in a, uh, a drama horror, it's called Zombie Rio. We've been developed the idea, we come to a phenomenal script, and I believe we're gonna make it in Rio. Make Zombie it happen. <laughs> Zombie Rio is gonna be idea for Alexander Vancini, this director, he directed the Ten Commanders in Brazil for TV record, he directed so many. You met him at the... Uh, yeah, in the, in the premiere movie, right? The premiere of Boom, the movie, uh, he was there with me, but he's the director, producer. I, I did a little collaboration to bring the writer named Adam, who he, uh, he's good, he's good because uh, the script now is really good script. It's about the Amazon and about the Amazon fighting back because people burn in the Amazon and they create a virus, spiritual, and try to destroy the human race. It's, it's fantastic. The okay. story is like very different and the zombies are going to be completely different. Sounds very interesting. Uh, how do you select the cast if you, if this film is going to pick up uh, in Brazil? It's, it's, it's Brazilian mix, but the actors have to be international. Have okay. to be American actors uh, involved with or Lionsgate or some uh, production, American production, to bring the international distribution, the international value. Because you're doing Portuguese, you limit yourself in Brazil. But this move, because the budget they, they put in together, the, all the action, all the makeup, all the special effects, you have to do an international film create a bigger market for the, the film. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking it's a little bit complicated, like pick, you know, because you, you live here. So um, tell me, what was the most exciting times in your career? Uh, every day for me, exciting LA. Like I give you an example, these five days, five days ago, I, I, I got a phone call from England. And I didn't know who it was. It was a FaceTime phone call. And when I got this phone call, I was like, was like thinking about like, who is this guy from England? And when they pick up the phone was Tom Hardy, the actor. And for me, he wanna come and do some jujitsu in training. And for me, it's, it's amazing I have a chance to use the jujitsu, the Brazilian jujitsu, something I love to do to mix with the Hollywood and teach the, some of the celebrities and, and try to get in the yeah, business. And that's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing. So every every week you have something going on. What was your best project, if you had to mention, from all this past year? One that you that you love and you were so excited about it. I was very excited to work in a show in Cyprus. Uh, uh, directors from is Greek director Dimitri and oh, that's a good director yes Dimitri Kalm is a uh, he uh, have this movie I put the name Jiu Jitsu 
but he direct he directed a film like Kickbox, the new version of Kickbox, Alain Mose, the, the lead star. And, and he why not to create another martial arts name for a film? But he created a very futuristic film, like aliens coming to fight these warriors in exchange, they don't kill people. It's like very unique story, like almost like Predator meets seven warriors. And basically, he gave me the opportunity to play Wonder Warriors. And for me, it was amazing because I spent like a, a month in Cyprus film yeah. with Nicholas to. Nicholas Cage, Frank Grillo, Tony Jaw from Thailand. Like ma- yeah, the cast. That was a, <laughs> was a, one of the best experiences I've ever had. How's the experience working with um, with these actors? I mean, I, I love uh, them. It's amazing because you admire them already in the film business, and to have a chance to meet them in person, and for me is is amazing because when you meet them in person, is. Um, is uh, you meet them as a human, and exactly. that is amazing. You know them as a celebrity. Now you meet them as a human. Is, is yeah, so but cool. now you know you know the whole. You know a lot of celebrities, so it's just yeah, it's, a, it's normal now, right? But I imagine back the time it was exciting, like everybody else. Now when you I start working, yeah, in the exactly. Industry. I think the first, the most exciting people I met was Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. These the two guys like I can up, imagine. <laughs> uh, have a chance to to come friends of Steve Seagal for me at the time was yeah blow my wage and Klaus Van Damme because that was my generation of action star martial arts stars and to have a chance to to meet them in person was amazing. Was amazing. Yeah, oh that's lovely. I love it. Well, um, before we go, I want you tell me uh, what's the message you wanna give uh, to the audience based on your experience in life? Uh, I think the most... Uh, it's like I do what I love. When I was an athlete in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, I was um, excited, uh, passionate about to become uh, a champion. I was training every day, six hours a day. How cool. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think uh, I fall in love with the industry of films in Hollywood. When they opened this school in Beverly Hills, I started having a chance to meet these people in person, in training, and doing a collaboration for training them for films. And like I work in John Wick, I have opportunity to work in Black Panther, I have a chance to work How cool! Black Panther, that movie, my gosh, yeah. it's crazy. He, he is one of the nicest and most humble person I've ever met in my life. Because they, I have a story for you, it's crazy, because... Chadwick Bosna, uh, I was teaching the Luis Desposito, which is the executive producer of Marvel's films. He, I was training him at the academy. He, we always talking about because I'm a big fan of Marvel's and DC. I was talking to him. And he I can imagine. He started explaining that it's gonna come out Black Panther, and uh, I start thinking like, who is the Black Panther? Who is uh, <laughs> is uh, Wesley Snipes? I said, no, no, we have this actor. Who did Charlie Brown and did some of these films and we choose him to play Black Panther he's an amazing actor he, when he showed the picture of Jack Greg Bozen at the time I didn't know who he was and I said okay cool um, I don't know him but <laughs> I hope he do a good job the same t- day I went to have a lunch in a coffee shop not too far from my business when I was sitting over there 
across the table was seeing him and his girlfriend. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. <laughs> yes. But listen, you're going to go crazy if this one. It's not like I want, well, I want to say, go to him and say, hey, congratulations for Black Panther. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I went to him to the table and said, excuse me, sir, uh, I want to congratulate you. I know you're going to be the next Black Panther. He looked at me. How do you know that? Nobody <laughs> knows that. And I, I explained to him, like, hey, I trained Luis Desposito. Luis Desposito uh, told me about you. And I said, wow. He, he asked my name when they said my name. He shout. He started laughing. I said, why are you laughing? He said, let me show you something. He, he got his phone and he had my number. Oh, wow. And with my name, I said, like, Oops. How, what's going on? He said, my friend gave me your number for me to go training for you and call you today. And you're like, oh, and my for God. for me, it's like how weird. Yeah. In the next day, he was training for me. It's like the time the guy told me the story to see him in the coffee shop and to him have my number. And the next day, he training with me at the academy. This kind of moment for me is very special. Yeah, it's, it's like a meant to be. Meant and, to be. And it was all around giving you signs. Yes, yes. And you didn't know. And then coming. And he came in one of the biggest superhero in Marvel films. Yeah. The success of Black Panther. To oh, yeah. In the box office. It was very unique compared to yeah. any other films. That's it was definitely. very sad because I come his friend to know the way he died was very sad. Yeah, I know. Uh, he, the moments I have for him, I'm never gonna forget. Very special. He, 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 come my real friend. And for me, uh, I'm yeah, never gonna forget these moments I have for him. But the memories, right? The memories he cannot. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, and thank you so much for sharing this story with us. Um, can you please tell us your social media, uh, where people can go to your uh, take your classes yes, also? Yes. Uh, anybody who come. And mention your name in your show is gonna have a, a class for free. Oh, audience, check yes. it out! Yeah, just <laughs> tell anybody who come to my school and mention your show and you, they can have a tryout class for free, no commitment, no nothing. Oh, that's so sweet! But uh, my my social media is uh, ahoba uh, Higan Machado is R I G A N Machado M A C H A D O Higan Machado. And the address of my place is uh, 8621 Wilshire Boulevard, Beverly Hills. Uh, right here, guys. Super yes. close. <laughs> it's nice, like 15 minutes from here. I know, I love it. You're such, yeah. a, such a good location. Bueno, Regal, thank you so much for thank coming. You, thank you, thank you. You know, th every time you have something new, please come to the will, to Dash here. We're waiting for you. It's super yes, excited to have you every time. We see each other in some red carpet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part. We always see each we other. We always see each We're other. We're bunching each other. Well, it was so, so nice to see you. Hey, bueno, guys. Nice to see you. This is what's offered today. This is Leila Giancalini and Caliente Girls Dash Radio every day. Thank you, guys. Why don't you let go? Come with me.
One out of five Americans deal with a mental health challenge. Did you know that we lose 130 people a day to suicide? Suicidal people all look different and suicide is complex. I lost my first husband, Jason, to suicide. He was that person you would say that would never die by suicide. Warning signs are not always looking for a sad or depressed person. That's why it's important to learn the signs. Does a person express stress? Are they overwhelmed? Had a recent event that may have caused anxiety, confrontation, or feelings of pressure from people to be better, or pressure on oneself? We all need to listen because sometimes people don't know how to ask for help or they just may not trust anyone around them. Every story is different, but suicide is real. How do you talk about mental health? Starting a conversation about mental health may feel awkward if it's not a familiar topic or maybe it's just uncomfortable for you. Whatever the case, everyone should talk about mental health because everyone deals with mental health whether they want to or not. There's five ways to engage into a conversation about mental health. One, invite a mental health advocate to speak at your workplace, school, or organization. This takes the pressure off of you. Instead, it allows the mental health topic to sprout up and become authentic. Number two, host a mental health awareness event to build community support. Number three, post on your social media platforms interesting facts about mental health. Number four, if you want to get out of your comfort zone and start a conversation about mental health, say something like, do you know the definition of mental health? Most people don't know this answer, so it sparks up conversation and guesses of what it means. Number five, learn from other mental health advocates. Knowledge and awareness can help you understand warning signs that may save a life. To learn more, visit HopeGatekeepers.com. This is Misty Rivera at Hope Gatekeepers for the Gailente Show Dash Radio. Ooh, don't cry. All right, I'm going to go cry. Dry your eyes.
model, and she just bleach her, and I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'ma feel like an, I was, I met her, we was down in Tribeca, she get under your skin if you let her, she get under your skin, and I don't even wanna talk about it, I don't even wanna talk about it, I don't even wanna say nothing, everybody gon' say something, I'll be worried if they say nothing, remind me where I Looking like she owe you something You know just what we want I wanna, I wanna wake, wake up with you in the morning Do the same for the morning Metro, I don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you. Beautiful morning, get a summer morning, babe. certified life coach. Are you a person of integrity? Integrity is an important characteristic. Having integrity means being honest and having strong moral principles. Integrity keeps you grounded. It's almost like a little angel on your shoulder that reminds you to do the right thing. However, we all fall short of integrity from time to time. I pride myself on having integrity and being a woman of my word, but most importantly, that my actions speak louder than my words. So when I slip out of integrity, it makes me feel condemned. I'm really hard on myself about being the change I wish to see in the world and upholding my standards. However, I am human, and there are situations that have made me step out of my integrity. It's in that time when I have to decide how to resolve the situation I've put myself in and get back on track. People don't realize that the smallest things, such as keeping your word, is having integrity. When you say or do one thing, and then change what you just said or offered, it's not a good look, and it makes people leery of dealing with you. It's like going into a store with no prices listed and being told that a necklace you really want is $50, then going back to buy it a week later, and now you're being told that the necklace costs $80. You would be looking like, what happened? you would probably buy it somewhere else with the person who was more upfront with you. 
We can easily make excuses not to display integrity, but at the end of the day, the only person who really should care about your integrity is you. I. Intuition in your inner angel. N. Need to stand your ground in the face of adversity. T. Test of temptation. E. Exemplifying ethics. G. Getting close to greatness. R. Representation of rectitude, respect, and reputation. I. Individual choices. T. Testament of maintaining integrity. Y. You are responsible for upholding your integrity. If you enjoyed my word today, visit my website at whynotthursdaylifecoaching.com and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You may hear my word daily on Dash Radio at Kali Ente Girls. And until next time, remember to check and adjust your integrity thermometer today because it's a great day to start something new. Kali Ente Girls. Number one. Number one. Unsigned artist debuters. Worldwide. Period. Dash Radio. Estoy cansado de la misma situación Baby, yeah, you got me on a ho, ho And sometimes I don't know I don't know I can't get enough, no, enough, no I can't get enough, no, enough, no Haven't been down this road before Baby, just tell me what you want before But then I get the thinking, do I really wanna know? Girl, can't you see what your love is doing to me? What do you really want from me? Now come, let me know. I really want to know. Now come, tell me now. Come, tell me now. Yeah, baby, you be the baddest. Oh, I swear I gotta have it. I just want to know if you want it. Just as bad as I want it. Never met a baddie so cold.
Hey everyone, and welcome to Becoming Whole with Zamir. December 10th, 2021. A date that forever plays over and over and over in my head. Desire to just turn back time overwhelms me daily. That was the day my sister was murdered, and the journey since has been the hardest chapter of my life. I've cried, had many breakdowns, been angry, been enraged. I felt hopeless, I felt frustrated. I felt alone. The list goes on and on. There's this deep sorrow in my heart after losing the one person I could go to about anything. I guess you can call it grief. I could tell you that I'm hurting, but that won't even begin to describe how I'm feeling after such an intense tragedy. I've never experienced domestic violence for myself, but I can tell you how it feels watching someone you love experience it and then lose their life to it. I know if my sister could see how much pain this has brought me, she would have left a long time ago. I know she would have been able to see the outcome of continuing a toxic relationship with a monster. She would have cut ties for good. I don't blame her, but I'm angry she didn't believe that she was enough. I'm angry she didn't see how beautiful she was. I'm angry she didn't know her worth or her value. I'm angry she didn't love herself enough. Again, I know she would never do this on purpose. I don't believe any victim of such manipulation and abuse ever would. But honestly, when it comes to domestic violence, I believe there's more than one victim. There's more than one survivor. The other victims and survivors are the loved ones that had to watch someone go through the abuse. They are the ones that had to beg and pray that you would leave. The ones that try their hardest to get you help to the best of their abilities. They are survivors, too. Again, I want to thank you so much for joining me on The Caliente Show on Dash Radio. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good time that made us laugh, I'll wait
things that'll blow your brain. Who is he gonna give me some? What's going down, man? It's your boy, Masawana. We out here pretty medicated. Thank you for tuning into the Caliente Girls. Shout out to my guy, Flo. And today, I got a special review I'm doing. Shout out to Primo Smoke Shop in Miami. They sent your boy a care package, a special gift. I got Banana Backwoods. These are the newest drop. They have been exotic woods before and very hard to get, and they were not produced in America, but now they are here. They're available. And Primo Smoke Shop is the place to get them. If you're in Miami, go ahead and hit them up. 804 Southwest 22nd Avenue in Miami, Florida. They got the goods. Now, they sent your boy a fresh pack of these banana woods. I got something rolled up from Med City. I cannot wait to spark this up and tell y'all how it tastes with the fire gas of California. It's just a combination of Miami and California. It's the best of both worlds. Let's go ahead and spark this up and talk about how fire this banana backwood is. All right, here we go. And only right to smoke banana backwoods with Banana OG. Shout out to Banana OG from Med City. Y'all are some real ones blessing your boy with some super fire gas. Anybody want to get their shout out on the Caliente Girls? Holla at your boy Masawana. Here we go. Wow. I'm a big fan of exotic backwoods. I've had the grape. I've had the vanilla. And the bananas are the ones that I've never gotten until this moment. And guys, this is super fire. This is just extremely complimentary towards the trees that I'm smoking. I can't believe that I've been missing out on not having these banana woods on deck. It's fun. Super fire. And I'm not going to lie, this is the freshest pack of woods I've had. I stopped getting woods for a while because I didn't get the fresh packs, but my guys at Primo hooked your boy up. Again, you already know what time it is. Hit him up on Instagram, Primo Smoke Shop. Holler at your boy, Mouse on Instagram. And shout out to the Caliente Girls. We're going to keep smoking banana woods and doing fire things for fire times. Holler at your boy next time. never duplicated. Hey, hold up. LA's number one unsigned artist debuters. All day. Caliente Girls.
Tony in the pot. I got that good go. Every drop is guap. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. Don't stop. Dash. Try to see things my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can go on? While you see it your way. On the risk of knowing that my love may soon be gone. saying you can get it wrong and still think that it's all right think of what i'm saying we can work it out and get it straight or say good night we can work it out we can work it out life is very short and there's no Hey everybody, you're on Dash Radio. We have a new artist um, that we're going to speak with from Trejo Records, which is, I think, Danny Trejo's um, record label. And her name is Twixie. Uh, Twixie818. Twixie818. Yes, like the Twix bar. Okay, I got you. You like Twix? Um, I actually don't, but my sister used to call me a twig when I was younger. Oh, okay. So I, for some reason, that inspired me to make the name Twixie. Okay, and so it is. Now, um, you, um, I remember you from a couple years ago 
you had like an oldie, you know, kickback song, like, you know, like low riding kind of feel yes. to it. And is that, a, or is this the new record that you're coming out, same kind of vibe or something different? Yes. Um, we actually have a record out right now, an album. It's called Trejo's, Trejo's Soul Collection. Okay. And it has uh, oldies uh, music from Baby Bash, um, Terra New, Amora, um, Code of the Barber. So we have like a oldies type of like vibe. And I have a song on there. It's called Besos y Copas. Okay. It's a mariachi song. Give me a little couple bars of that. Me dices que tú ya no me quieres, que el mundo y los placeres te importan más que yo. Por eso desde hoy mismo te digo que sigas tu camino y a todo termino. Prefieres bailar en las cantinas, tomar con tus amigas y jugar la decepción. Que todas las hembras que te amaron y luego te dejaron herido el corazón. Pretty nice. Thank you. You have a big voice. Thank you. I was like, maybe it sounds too loud on the mic, but. Oh, yeah, it was definitely piercing the earphones, but it's all good. We good. We good. Um, you, um, um, how long you been in the business? Um. Currently, right now, I've been in the business for about three years, but I've been singing since I was like six or seven. Okay. And with um, the three-year time, what do you find the hardest about your getting your career moving the way that you feel it should move? Um, I guess sometimes I feel like I am not like moving fast enough or I'm not doing enough, and I feel like... Um, like it just takes like, I guess, motivation and just um, belief that, you know, it's going to happen if I put in the work while I'm putting in the work. Have you ever felt like quitting the business uh, from frustration? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> and what, what, why, why, why quit? I guess it's my, like my, since I was little, I wanted to be a singer. So I guess it's like my biggest fear. And so, like, I know that I want to be a singer, so it's, like, a huge accomplishment to try to be a star and a singer, and and it's put a lot of pressure, but now I'm, like, um, I put that aside, and now I'm, that's all I'm devoting my time and, and, you know, life to now. And do you feel that your label is, 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 is very supportive of your, of your journey, or you feel that you you need more push or what do you think it is um i do feel like they're very supportive um actually um the owner of trejo's music is danny trejo himself mm -hmm. so he is a huge support um you know he inspires me you know he works really hard so um i definitely feel like i'm backed up but he also is acting and he's got restaurants <laughs> and he's got you know all different kind of things going on. So is there ever, ever, ever a time that you just feel like, Hey, could you, you know, that, that he might neglect some things in your, with, in the, in the business with you? Um, 
not to talk crap about him, but just re- yeah, no, reality. He'll, he'll literally be like, hey, I heard you talking smack about me on the radio. Yeah, and I interviewed him like uh, a couple yeah. years ago. No, he, no. He's a cool guy, but like when you do 50,000 things, sometimes you overlook something because you're so busy over here doing this and that. And that's just reality. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I definitely feel like um, since he's like really busy and, you know, he's doing movies, he's doing, you know, restaurant business, and he's also like putting in the work for our label. I definitely feel like I have a responsibility of, you know, um, going above and beyond for my career because, like, like you said, he has his things going on. Right. And he could only do so much. So I definitely do feel like I have to put. That in. you have to kick in extra on your side too. Yeah. So what stops you from doing that? Um. Right now, I feel like I'm actually doing it, but I feel like at times I, I disbelief i guess oh okay and just like lack of like confidence motivation um does your parents back you up in this music stuff yeah yeah they really do they are my whole family they they back me up and also like the few people that um are like my fans now they they back me up fully Mm -hmm. they come to see me to my shows and all of that so yeah, because you were doing shows there for a while. I remember I heard you on a radio, some uh, another on another radio station. I'm like, oh, she's out there doing uh, some festival and you know shows and stuff. And and then um, you know COVID really slowed everything down. Yes, yeah, it really did, and that's I was frustrated throughout COVID. I'm like, I'm not doing enough, you know. But you know, now that COVID is kind of coming to an end in a way, I were like doing more shows and going like other places be more active so this new song did you write this um so this song actually is a cover song from uh alicia virarial and okay. jenny rivera they okay. both sing that song yeah yeah jenny jenny rest in peace jenny rest in peace that's yeah, right right the queen the queen yes um well uh, I think the queen is Selena, right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Selena definitely is the queen. Yeah. I love Selena. I got to back up, you know, because someday <laughs> I'll probably get some phone call. Wait a minute, Selena! <laughs> uh, um, do, do you ever think of having that kind of stardom, like a Selena or like a Jenny? That's, they're my motivation. Um, I definitely do get, like, uh, compared to to them sometimes, like on TikTok and mm-hmm. when I'm on stage. So I definitely do want to be as big as as them, but I, you know, I feel like a little pebble right now, looking at a big rock, and in a way, and I definitely um, have a long way to go, but that's the goal. This business is very hard, and it's very, and it takes a long time to get where you want to get because there's millions of you doing this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that being said. You got to have patience in this. Yeah. And it's kind of hard if you don't believe in yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So when you go through them ups and downs, you got to be like, you got to shake that off or, you know, you might find yourself messing up your career. Exactly. Yeah. And if this is what you want to do, you got to take the bitter with the sweet of it all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if you worked at a restaurant and you had... 15 employee of uh, 15 people waiting on a day that you don't feel like doing it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not a slow day. Psh, 
take the bitter with the sweet because you get a check. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you don't get a check in this, which is sad, you know, but, you know, if you win, you will. Exactly. Yeah, so so what do you do outside of the music? Do you have a day job and all that stuff too? I did have a day job. Um, I was working at Vons on Fairfax and Pico. I was a floral manager for okay. three years. Um, but recently, uh, April 3rd was my last day. So this is like a new journey for me. Um, I have a small business. It's called uh, El Milagro Flowers, which means the miracle flowers. Okay. Because I started um, the three years that I've been in the business now, I've been sober for three years. So, Ooh. And so you stopped drinking. I stopped doing drugs and I stopped oh. drinking. Dude, what kind smoking. of drugs did you used to do? I was doing everything. Really? Yeah. I was, and you I know, was, when I look at you, you look so <laughs> sweet and innocent. But you was out there partying and doing your thing. Yeah, you know, it's so weird. I wanted to cry right now because I'm like, damn, I used to walk these streets right here in Hollywood high, yeah. talking to myself. And now I'm here like at a radio station doing an interview. It's just like a miracle for me. It's called, it's called an evolution. It's, 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 the, it's the, this is where you were supposed to be, but you had to go there to find out where you were really supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. So you've been clean three years. That's very, really good. Yeah. And, when you were in your addiction, what was the worst thing that happened to you in your addiction? Um, because you're a pretty girl, so I know somebody must have pulled up on you or tried to or, you know, stupid stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely, like, uh, thankfully nothing, like, you know, really, I mean, I, I went through a lot of stuff. Um, people really did me dirty. They would steal from me mm -hmm. and, and you know, fights and all of that. But I, I guess the worst was like um it was coming to a point where i was already like um uh not in my right state of mind mm -hmm. so i was like on the urge of like you know passing away so i guess that was like my my lowest point not and how'd your family deal with that my family uh, dealt with it they were they're devastated you know they tried helping me and um so they they really went through it but now they're just like you know, they, they can't believe the miracle. Um, I've been sober three years and I just want to do this for them and do this for, for everybody that, you know, as, you know, someone yesterday was like, do you regret, you know, being out for that long doing drugs and, you know, like leaving the music? And I said, I used to regret it, but now I see it as a, as, um, as something that I could like a voice basically. Right. Right. So hopefully an advocate. Yeah, an advocate for people that, that go through that or have gone through that, that I could use my voice to somehow motivate or. So you used to walk up and down these streets high. Yeah. And now you're walking up <laughs> down these streets singing. Yeah, yes. And I actually brought my moped and my little motorcycle. So hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really blessed. And yeah. Well, that's good. Who do you feel is the most influential person in your life right now? Danny Trejo. Okay. Yeah. Um, Danny would be my most motivational person. I just see him. He, like you said, he has like the donuts, the, the acting in the movies, the music. Um, it just motivates me to see like he's 70. I think he's 73. Yeah. And this man is like, you know. Like, I, I would, would not believe he was 73. When he told me that, I was like, what, really? It's crazy because, you know, we come back from shows sometimes and we're, like, so tired. We're, like, you know, everybody's, like, crashed. You see Danny and he's just, like, still, like, moving and he's just a hardworking person and I think that's what yeah. motivates He said uh, a busy man always finds, uh, always finds time. 
for it to do what he needs to do. Yeah. So that's why I just um, definitely want to continue to take every job, every interview, every, you know, performance and just continue to like make music, stay focused. Like he said, shake, shake it off when I, you know, feel like pressured or any sort of like, you know, <clears throat> like wanting to give up basically. I got you. Well, congratulations on your recovery. Congratulations on your new record. And can you tell everybody what the name of the record and where to find it? Um, the record is called uh, Trejo's Music Soul Collection, and my song is Besos y Copas. You can find it on YouTube and all platforms. You could also you could also follow me on Instagram and all platforms at twixxy eight one eight twixy eight one eight. Okay, y'all heard it here. Find her, go there, get the record. The record's on iTunes and all platforms, right? Yes, it is. She she said that, so let's go do it. Go get the records. Can't be that much. What, like nine bucks, ten bucks? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ten ninety nine something, whatever. And then does it does is there a proceed that goes or something? Because you know how Danny is. He always got something going on. <laughs> Um, like like you pro, 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 proceeds of the records go to some kind of charity or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, what's what's the big charity? What's the big charity that you know for for all the Latinos um, in LA? The big 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 one, a homeboy industry. Yeah, homeboy yeah. industry. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah. 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 Homeboy industry. Um, you know, right now we're with the with an organization called Project Hope. Okay, I heard of that too, yeah. And then we have Polly's um, Polly's Vision. Oh, okay. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't heard of Polly's Vision, but I heard of Project Hope. Oh, Polly's Project, and then Project Hope. Yeah, okay. we're with them, yeah, as well. And then um, does that help you with your recovery too by helping them and talking to women and stuff? Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps and motivates me. And um, definitely keeps me like humbled, and it definitely like re really, like I'm always reminded like I have to give back. Well, just remember this: anytime you feel down and you feel like because it happens, you know, and you feel like dang, or you feel like I feel bad because I'm not doing this or that, go to an area that's bad, and you'll start to feel good. You'll be like, oh, I'm not as bad as this. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. You know, because uh, I used to hang out on Skid Row. Oh, yeah. So sometimes when I feel like, you know, I'm not moving fast enough, I'm not doing it, I'll go to Skid Row and see the same people I knew from 10 years ago, and i like, nah, I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes you got to look low to see high. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I tend to worry about, like, you know, these things of life, but then I'm like, hey, I have my legs have food and hey have he was food. a drug addict walking down hollywood boulevard and now you're not yeah i used to walk if you can get over that you priest and you were doing that for 10 years i was doing that for about four to five years okay four to five years if you could do that and make it and get out of it you pretty much can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it yeah. because getting off drugs is hard as hell it really is yeah and getting out of the lifestyle of it because some people stop doing drugs but don't but stay in a lifestyle of it yeah. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Um, if you could do that, you probably you'll have a hit record someday. Just hey. stick to it. Thank you so much. Yeah. I used to walk down these streets thinking I was, uh, you know, with a 50 Cent and Eminem. <laughs> Supposedly, I was like, you know, out here walking with them, but I was just hallucinating. Well, maybe one day you will walk. Maybe you'll be in the same room with them one day when you win your Grammy. 
Amen. Um, okay, y'all here to hear first from the Caliente Show Dash Radio, and we will. We are gone. Fine women, let's turn it up. The hottest urban and Latin mixes. Por eso desde hoy mismo te digo que sigas tu camino y a todo termino. Prefieres bailar en las cantinas, tomar con tus amigas y hogar la decepción. Cool cup, 
so that shit that stuff be like roller. Yeah, we be in the jacuzzi. Now you wanna be my da da. Got your way like the cola. Licking in jibber remover. Messing your body like Nora. I just figure out. She just found it 4 a.m. in the morning. Call in my phone, can you just come running? Oh, I won't be late, girl, you know I'm on it. Just be ready, I'm gon' have you on it. She just want it 4 a.m. in the morning. Call in my phone, can you just come running? Oh, I won't be late, girl, you know I'm on it. Just be ready, I'm gon' have you morning. She just want it 4 a.m. in the morning. Call in my phone, can you just come running? I won't be late, girl, you know I'm on it. Just be ready, I'm gon' have you morning. I'm gon' have you. got that bed wet, now she blushing. She said, let's go round two, yeah, she you said, let's rushing. go round two. Yeah, you got that good me out at ocean. I might just drown, but I keep floating. You just want it 4 a.m. in the morning. Call in my phone, can you just come running? Oh, I won't be late, girl, you know I'm on it. Just be ready, I'm gon' have you morning. She just want it 4 a.m. in the morning. Call in my phone, can you just I won't be late, girl, you know I'm on it Just be ready, I'm gon' have you ready. I'm gon' see this one day for Oh, yeah See this one day for A.M. See this one day for One, two, three, four It's time for Spotlight Yeah With Tamara McCaffrey This is Spotlight with Tamara McHale. I wanted to touch on being in control of your own life. We alone make our decisions, and when we mess up, we can change our course of actions. We are never going to be at an ending point of our personal evolution or in our personal life journey. And in my opinion, someone can't just miss their chance, and you can't destroy your destiny. And it doesn't matter how many times you've made the wrong decision or messed up. You can always continue moving forward by just doing the right thing next time. Don't focus on the things that have passed and cannot be changed. Instead, focus on what you can do in the present moment. And remember that whatever you did before got you to this next crossroad in your life. And who knows, perhaps the next choice you make could change your life even more later on. But you will never know unless you try. When COVID hit, we didn't know what we were doing. We all had these plans for our life. We had envisioned ourselves to be in certain places by certain times, and everything just went out the window when the pandemic hit. We had to completely change our plan. And it was almost easier because since everybody worldwide was struggling in the same way, faced with the same dilemma of having to readjust and replan, it was less of a halt on your personal life. But don't think just because you're changing the course of your life means what you did before doesn't matter. Every step you took to get where you are now was a necessary step in your growth, in your journey, in who you are as a person. I mean, it's the things we go through in life that really form our personalities. And as much as we take what our parents said and the morals we were raised with and that we grew up with into account as we're older, it really takes us experiencing things for ourselves. So 
having all these different choices that we've made that took us to different places really allowed us to form into the people we were meant to be and who we truly are at the core. Again, you'll never know unless you try. And it's always okay to try. Always imitated, but never duplicated. The mighty, mighty, unfatables, caliente girls. Passing through my mind 
I be thinking about you all the time But when I call you, it just get declined I hope in time, you'll be mine Be mine, be mine, be mine I hope in time, you'll be mine Be mine, be mine, you'll be mine
into the drip like a piranha Y'all need to get into my drip like y'all need water I mean, it's only head to toe, but let's see y'all go I mean, y'all but they y'all like Ariana If they ever tryna knock up, put my foot up in your cock I call your mama and your papa like I'm finna take your daughter Turn that into a soccer ball and rock a rock a rock a Get into it like a suit and stock up like a rock a Starting to unravel to finally unfold The pieces of the puzzle were finally starting to mold Dedication to the end, yeah, that's my motivation Adopted at the age of one, first in my family to get a motherfucking education Y'all was thrown on the street, so let me tell you about my gang initiation I'm just a young nigga looking for some motherfucking appreciation Y'all was found by my big twitch, had to prove to the hood that I wasn't just a bitch and I wasn't just a snitch First thing I had to do was whack my best friend I took that mofo, put a hood on his head Then I had to kill that mofo, prove that he was dead Man, I was 13, I didn't even know what holding a gun or whacking someone really meant Man, silly kid with a dumb mentality People suck me in cause of my personality Well, open up your eyes, then you'll see reality If I could've go back and change how that acts Honestly, I would. No dis- disrespect to any of my n- but man, fuck the hood. Yeah, I had everything going for me until I got addicted to the drugs at the age of 10. This honestly is when the struggle for me actually began. I thank God every day I am where I am. He helped me get through. I just want to make things right with my family once again. I lost everyone and everything. More than once, God, what have I done? Cause I'm good at pushing people away Yeah, I can't even figure out the right words that I should say So let's get a little deeper I was raped for six years Yeah, having this feet chained up, not being able to speak up I didn't actually think anyone would believe me I was just a kid, like man, what the fuck? Yeah, have you ever been in the wrong situation, at the wrong place, or in the wrong time? Do you try to look perfect, try to fit in, so people think that you're fine? Honestly, do you ask yourself all the time, why should I care? I really want to die. I just got a text from my friend saying a girl I cared about committed suicide. Man, it's actually for real this time. I can't stop thinking about her. I can't get her off my motherfucking mind. I remember when I used to call her mine, wishing I could go back and just press rewind. Man, I feel like I want to put myself out of this misery. I'm constantly in pain. Man, my feelings. You can have me. Driving me insane. Pull a nigga. Blast me, please. I'm begging you. I'm on the knees. Yeah, it's clear.
see, but it's so hard for me. What the fuck do you see in me? Why does life have to be so fucked up, man? This really stupid as fuck, and I always end up getting hurt. Yeah, it's just my luck, but I'm still here, and I ain't not giving up. Yeah. Man, I feel like it's a blessing, and damn, it's like a curse. I'm the guardian angel, sent to help people who are hurt. Man, I just met this girl tonight, and I can tell she's trying to fight. But deep down in her eyes, take a look inside. She doesn't even give a fuck about her life. I'm just trying to help out and make things all right. For some reason, don't even know this girl, but I want to keep her breathing. Shit, I can't even think about what would happen if we started leaving. Lift her soul up, get her off of this dope. This is my prayer, Lord, give her another way to cope. Shit, Lord, please, I know you're using me as your tool, so toss her a rope. I know the struggle is hard. I know how it is to be abused, be on the streets with your kids. Up all night, worry, you can't even close your eyes. You can't even go to sleep. I was like that. I was on the street for weeks. I keep looking back, and man, have I had a rough badge. All this shit happening way too much. Fast. I hope this time will actually last Yeah, I ask you, Lord, give me the light To help her out, let her light shine Lord, I ask you to give us some of mine The scars that she's covering up Yeah, it's okay to let it all out Open up your mouth and cry out And hopefully I'll be able to answer your shout Yeah, I'm here now And there ain't nothing for you to worry about I need you to close up your eyes and hopefully you'll see Your soul is in limbo trying to be released Stuck underwater so deep skin not to breathe Step out of it now you're looking straight through me But does anybody think it's a little weird that every time Kim Kardashian and her family is about to become irrelevant, something happens? Kim Kardashian making the Kim Kardashian crying face after discovering that her son discovered the Kim Kardashian crying face. I understand Kanye West might be a little bit crazy sometimes. He says stuff that I don't necessarily agree with. But wasn't he just saying he was trying to mediate his children's experience on social media so that this kind of stuff wouldn't happen? So you made $20 million from a very mediocre tape, by the way. Let's get that established. It was mediocre. It was fine, right? So you made $20 million from a mediocre tape and you want everyday Americans who are working 40 hours a week and can barely afford to feed their families to feel bad for you? According to The Sun, Kim Kardashian made roughly $20 million from her inaugural tape with her ex-boyfriend. Kevin Blate, a famous celebrity corn broker, told The Sun that he had the chance to buy the tape from Ray J in 2006 and described the singer as eager to sell. Slang and celebrity corn must be a profitable niche. Let's continue. Blate, who reportedly facilitated the release of Paris Hilton's tape One Night in Paris, said Kim wanted to release the tape for free the weekend before, but he had talked her out of it. Ray J told me she wants to be bigger than Paris. If you make $100,000 a year, it'll take you 200 years to make the amount of money that Kim Kardashian made from a five-minute video. I'm sorry, it's a little hard for me to feel bad. She's sitting in a closet that has a couch in it. It's literally bigger than my living room, and I'm sure the clothes in that closet 
cost more than my entire house. And this is the same lady that said you can't be like her unless you have a strong work ethic. Is that really how you got the mansion? Did you really get the mansion from slanging caramel macchiatos for $7.25 an hour? And why is she sitting there saying I won't let this happen to me again over my dead body? Something happening to you is when you're on your way to work to get a flat tire and you have to decide whether you're going to get that tire fixed or eat for the afternoon. Something happening to you is when your children get sick and you can't afford health care. Kim Kardashian made a conscious decision to profit $20 million, by the way, from this video. If you feel a little bad, $20 million will make you feel a lot better. She profited $20 million from this video, and now these are the consequences that you have to pay. This is a great example as to why certain things in your private life should just remain private, and why you shouldn't just make your life about monetizing content. And the only people I can feel bad for in this situation is her kids because they're going to be affected the most. That plastic surgery ain't going to transfer through genetics, and her son is going to have a hard time being a part of the football team when the other boys know how mommy made her money. When this kid is able to read, he's gonna eventually run into that video, whether that be voluntarily or involuntarily. From this point on, his life is gonna be an absolute blood sport. Every day is gonna be like a Call of Duty lobby. There seems to be a growing trend of women selling themselves, making millions of dollars, and then a couple years down the line, they're crying on TV. It's almost as if, and hear me out, it's almost as if they find out that the money wasn't worth them selling their dignity. I don't know. Or they're trying to manipulate everyday hardworking people into respecting them and feeling bad for them because they made a very profitable mistake in the past and now that it's time to pay the piper they got buyer's remorse what sucks about these decisions that affect you so far in the future is the consequences always come when you're trying to do the right thing and trying to actually change your life around maybe we should start teaching young girls that their dignity is more important than having a louis vuitton purse till next time iHeartRadio app, Apple, Spotify, tune in and more. Hey, you are listening to the Galenta Girls. <laughs>